in Ukraine, COVID, the Biden presidency, and the elections. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. Listening to the John DePietro Show on 99.9 FM and 1380 AM. News Talk WNRI. All right, right now at 106. Good afternoon. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. Folks, it's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Remember, you can always listen online at the website depietro.com. So it is right now 106. On this Wednesday, and this portion of the program is brought to you by the Lodge Pub and Eatery, 40 Breakneck Hill Road in Lincoln. Folks, whether it is lunch, dinner, or drinks in the lodge, you could, you could uh, sit outside. Great place to watch a game. They also have the nice deck now. The Lodge Pub and Eatery, 40 Breakneck Hill Road in Lincoln. They're waiting for you. Delicious food. Uh, very reasonable prices. But on top of that... What you're going to find, and what I find that one of the reasons people love the Lodge Pub and Eatery at 40 Breakneck Hill Road in Lincoln, is simply the nature of that it's the food is just consistently great. Consistently great food at the Lodge Pub and Eatery, 40 Breakneck Hill Road in Lincoln. Well, folks, good afternoon again. You're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM can always listen online, as I'd like to say, at our website, depetro.com. Now, we want to find, or I want to bring you, I should say, the latest. Now, you just heard in the 1 o'clock news, um, Cat 4, Florida. Max winds 155 miles per hour. Catastrophic storm is about to, Ian makes landfall, and it is developing. I'm also seeing this is expected to be one of the costliest storms, um, absolutely considered to be one of the costliest storms. Now, the only good news, well, there's really no good news out of this. And and those that are are down there, and, and a lot of people have, uh, they want to see where this is going to go as far as the rest of Florida and how much damage is going to be done. So, but I want to bring you up to speed on some of the other stories and things that are um, headlines right now. Now, this is interesting. This is breaking. American citizens are being advised by the U.S. State Department, get out of Russia immediately. U.S. Embassy in Moscow has issued an alert saying severe limitations could prevent it from assisting U.S. citizens still in the country. So that is obviously a, um, a really serious situation. As, by the way, as we know that the um, Ukraine continues to do very, very well right now um, in the war against Russia, if anything. At least 200,000 Russians have left the country since Putin started the draft. How about that? Uh, I'm reading, the war is a tragedy caused by one crazy dictator, said a bus driver from Moscow, fled the country because of his disagreement with the current government in Russia. 200,000 Russians have now fled because of Putin's partial mobilization. A federal judge has rejected Kraken lawyer Sidney Powell's allegation that Dominion voting system was abusing the legal process by suing her for defamation. We'll have more on that tomorrow with our legal analyst, uh, attorney Tim Dodd. Where's Jackie? Biden asked deceased Indiana rep to identify herself in the crowd. I mean, listen, it's not going to get any better. It's, it's not going to get any better. Now, let me look at this. Ian's eastern eyewall starting to move ashore. Official landfall is likely within the next hour or two. So it is slowly now starting to move on. Um, 
me just see. Wow, look at that. Currently in Fort Myers. Look at that. Whew. Fort Myers is flooded and getting pummeled right now. Wow. All right, so all eyes are on that. Let me go to, um, we'll use this hour to update you. Here is uh, Bill Belichick regarding day-to-day is the new on to Cincinnati. He said it 12 times regarding Mac Jones and his injury, saying it's uh, day-to-day. Let me hear this. Back a little while ago, um, definitely getting better. Um, probably won't practice today, but made a lot of progress here in the last, whatever, 48 hours. Uh, so keep plugging away and uh, take that day-by-day, see how it goes. Can you expect to start off Sunday for you guys? Take it day by day. We're not really doing anything differently. Day by day, Phil. Day by day. That's the plan. Day by day. Day by day is getting better. See how it goes. Day by day. Does he have a high ankle sprain? Day by day. Oh my God! What do I look like, a doctor, an orthopedic surgeon? Like I don't know. Talk to the medical experts. What are the medical experts on staff said? Day by day. Day by day. Okay. We'll evaluate him. I mean, what difference does it make to me? What do you, I, you think I'm going to read the MRI? That's not my job. So. It's there. Now. Yeah, it's day by day. Yep. It sounds like the situation is day by day. All right. Um, let's see. Governor McKee demands a policy from an uh, apology from Ashley Kalis to all the women he's worked with over his career. He was asked about her charts that he obviously has a problem with strong women. Well, look at. Look at the way he treats, uh, you know, Sabina Matos. I mean, are we are we able to even say that? I mean, hardly, you know, a partner. Now, I'm not saying that she should be treated, as a matter of fact, as a partner. Uh, she shouldn't even be. Really shouldn't be the the lieutenant governor for crying out loud. So this business now, now I I think it's a mistake. He is falling into that trap because he's just going to draw more attention to it. Now I want to read some of this. I've this is tropical Nick Underwood. I've flown storms for the last six years. This flight, Hurricane Ian on Kermit was the worst I've ever been on. I've never seen so much lightning in an eye, eye of the storm. This was the eye. You can see the curvature, understanding this is at night. So the light is from the lightning. And folks, it looks like complete, um, complete, The complete um, power that this storm is demonstrating right now in Florida. And it's also an interesting dynamic that, that I think that President Biden has to, you know, the, the federal government, is, they, they can't just blow off Florida the way, you know, they'd like to because it's Governor DeSantis. They need to help the people of Florida as much as they possibly can. And one good thing that was also, you know, brought out to me and and mentioned, and it's exactly accurate, it's not as if Florida has had a bunch of hurricanes. So they, they certainly have the resources and the money right now to try to deal with this storm, but it's still a, a massive undertaking. So this business between Governor McKee, let's see, Ashley Kalis tweeted out, I was for Governor McKee, but after listening to his childlike behavior, I've changed my mind, I'm going to vote for Ashley. You see one side of McKee in public, there may be a side of the public doesn't see behind closed doors. Wow, that seems pretty accurate. I think, 
Uh, I'm going to jump around a little bit here, folks. As far as the Patriots, Coach Bill Belichick saying Brian Horner will start this Sunday if Mac Jones can't go. But they're taking it day by day. As far as Governor McKee, if Ashley Kalis is trying to get Governor McKee rattled, then she's doing a very good job. Because him going after her and saying that she's nothing but crap. Uh, Let's go back to election night. Governor McKee, the famous, well, we'll play both. The hang up and then his reaction to it. What's that? No, that's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. Hang up on them. You know, it was unscripted. It was in the moment. He was making the call. You know what's interesting is you can see his daughter right next to him, and she's very uncomfortable. Then this is Governor McKee doubles down and talks to Brian Crandall. Anybody with a brain in the head would not be calling when they're watching me on TV giving an Anyone with a brain in their head. And then this was the Helena Folks ad. At least he got that right. But it's Dan McKee who's lying. Here's the truth. McKee has the worst job approval of any governor in America. Meyer did an FBI investigation of a contract awarded to his cronies. And McKee refuses to release the subpoena about the scandal served on his administration. Dan McKee lies, scandals, and America's worst governor. Now that was the Helena Folks commercial. That was the Helena Folks commercial. The Ashley Kalis commercial uh, is is even more hard hitting, but it, it, it's also it, it's not that it's not accurate. She has him. I think she's got him rattled. And the name of the commercial is "Oh, it's bad." For a year and a half, career politician Dan McKee, worst governor in the country, corrupt from the start, selling access to the highest bidder, bonuses for his friends. 40 million of taxpayer funds for the Superman building. 60 million for Pawtucket Soccer Stadium. The FBI investigating the ILO contract, refusing to release the subpoena. Dan, time to lawyer up. So many corrupt insider deals, it's time for a change. You know, that, as I had said, folks, that was actually Nellie Gorbea and her campaign. They were the ones that came out. With the whole business of uh, lawyer up. And, you know, and, and listen, I, I fully get it. I'm sure if, if you're Rhode Island Governor Dan McKee, <laughs> I mean, it's not a mystery to me. You certainly don't like what's happening. You don't like that everything that is, is, is happening right now. But he also, this... um. Without question, this, it, it's, it's all, it, it comes down to, really, is the question should be, is, is, it, is it accurate? That's what it comes down to. So, yeah, listen, I, I am fully aware that, of course, it's, it's uncomfortable for Governor McKee. Of course, it's uncomfortable for him that he is right now the subject of... Of an FBI probe. No one would want that. Buddy Zancy didn't like that. But Matt Brown was also pretty much on the money. Matt Brown was on the money when he talked about that the FBI, and I can tell you, they they pick their cases very, very cautiously. So now I'm looking at this. Rhode Island voters to decide on a 250 million school repair bond. I'm voting no. The problem in the schools is not the condition of the schools. The problem is what's going on in the classroom. So I want to get back to this is um, Channel 12. McKee calls Kalis a seagull manager who's crapping all over the state. The fact that he even uses that language is so unbecoming. I mean, it just is, folks. Can we call it what it is? I mean, that that's just lowbrow. Come on.
You're the governor for crying out loud. Um, there's got to be a way to make your point over then going into that. Let me hear. This is the uh, Channel 12 piece. It's surprising that uh, somebody who's, you know, just, uh, you know, kind of a seagull manager, right? You know what seagull management is? Well, you fly over and you crap over everybody that you fly over, right? And that's what she, she's crapping all over the state of Rhode Island. And this is another example. Like I said, if you... You can't expect to, to lead a state that you don't know anything about, and that describes uh, my opponent. This is a continuing course of behavior for Dan McKee. Gina Raimondo didn't talk to him for two years, calling him useless and incompetent. Uh, when Dr. Alexander Scott endorsed Helena, uh, he then attacked her, so much so that his lieutenant governor had to uh, come in and defend Dr. Alexander Scott. Also on primary night, as you know, when Helena uh, tried to call it and concede, he told his staff to hang up on her. He obviously has an issue with strong women. If he had a record to run on, he would, but instead he's resorting to personal attacks. And the question for everyone is, this is the sort of governor that you, that you want? You know, I think, um, I, I don't know yet. I don't know, folks, again, good afternoon at 122. I don't know. If we, we don't know where this leads. McKee and Kalis are scheduled to meet for their first televised debate live October 11th. So that's going to be very interesting on Channel 12. Although I'll say the first time around, Channel 10, the best debate so far was that Channel 10 debate. Because Gene just... Gene just lets it go. And I don't mean that in a bad way. Um, Gene just didn't interrupt too much at all, actually. And, and he really just let them go at it, which, you know, I thought was positive. Um, let me just also check, folks. So obviously, listen, all of the news is about the situation with the the storm, but I'm also saying hearing over Winsocket pro postpone. Lawyer for Winsocket Mayor Lisa Baldelli Hunt says she's ready to defend herself at a hearing seeking her ouster, but a special meeting of the city council was postponed at the same time. Uh, filed a complaint against Hunt. She wants her out of office. Does not execute her duties. Ignores measures passed by the council. The attorney asked the hearing put on for a second time. The mayor's ready to go. I know a lot of people came out to listen. Um, one week continuance. Council special meeting was called off two weeks ago. So we got two delays. We'll see whether or not they're going to. When, in fact, they're going to play. Boy, the situation with this storm, though. I mean, this is. Um, this is very, very serious of what's happening with um, with what's happening with the storm. This is a very, very powerful Cat 4 storm. I don't understand. This business of Grabian teams with DoorDash to battle hunger in Pawtucket. Pawtucket Mayor announced the city will partner with DoorDash to battle hunger. They're going to give gift cards to help parts of the Pawtucket community. Listen, in this day and age, between EBT cards and food pantries, I, I'm at a loss. Who are all these people that are supposedly going hungry? Where, where is their money going? Where is the money going? The, I, I don't, you know, as someone that when I'm out many times in and many of you, sometimes when I'm out and I'm interviewing various people, um, they, they all have, there's a common theme. They all have more expensive phones than I do. <laughs> and, and they don't pay for them. And they all have the latest iPhone. You know, when the new iPhone comes out, all you have to do is uh, go buy, you know, the Apple store or some of these other stores and... The, the people lined up to get them. Where's the money going? All right, right now, Hurricane Ian hitting southwest Florida, Category 4. Winds are reaching up to 150 miles per hour, 155. This is what it looks like in Punta Gorda. 45 minutes north of Fort Myers right now. 
And folks, it is absolutely blowing. I mean, it is really um, that that is um, it's it's actually frightening just how powerful the storm is. Now I'm looking also Hurricane Ian doing damage in Cape Coral, Florida. Things are just being toppled over. Now this is interesting. Governor Yinken is delivering a keynote speech, CNBC's conference. Um, let me hear a little bit. This is the governor of Virginia. He was on um, Fox and Friends this morning. I want to hear a little bit of this. Are on the ballot this year, and I expect that nationally they're going to react the same way they did in Virginia last year. Which is the Republican. That's, I that's where will. I think you're headed here. Yeah, I believe they Do will. Do you think Republicans are going to capture control of the House, the Senate, or both? Well, let me just begin with governors, because uh, okay. that's where I've been spending uh, so much of, of my time. Um, and then I'll get to the House, because in Virginia, we have specific House uh, races at, at play. We don't have any Senate races this year. Um, first of all, governors. What, what states have seen and America has seen over the course of managing through the pandemic and coming out of the pandemic is that states that were led by Republican governors have substantially outperformed states that were run by Democrat That's governors. That's right. True. And the data is so clear. I mean, uh, out of the top 12 states in unemployment, 10 of them are, are, have Republican governors. And job recovery has been faster in Republican-led states That's than right. Democrat-led states. Um, learning loss has been higher in states that were closed longer in the states that were closed longer were were run by uh, states with were run by Democrat governors and so the, the performance of states with Republican governors has just been better and and so I believe that every state should have a Republican governor and uh, wow. and therefore part of part of part of what I've been um, I think uh, trying to do is help candidates in states that look a lot like Virginia and help them win now the reality of course is that. The governor ends up being the top of the ticket in most elections, and the governor's outcome tends to influence uh, over 85% of the time what happens down ballot. And so I do believe that in a lot of these states that are viewed as swing states for the House and for the Senate, um, we have really strong gubernatorial candidates. And so I feel pretty good about um, what's going to happen in Georgia, uh, for example. Um, and Governor Kemp is an extraordinary governor. He's done a great job. I feel very confident about what's going to happen uh, in Nevada because I do believe that that uh, Sheriff Lombardo is an extraordinary candidate. What and about so, Arizona? In Arizona, I think Arizona is breaking right now towards a Republican uh, win. Uh, governor Ducey did an extraordinary job. When you look back at what Arizona has accomplished with with reducing tax rates and, 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 and accomplishing Real choice How about in public that, schools. Folks? I think what what people in Arizona are seeing is they want a Republican governor because they wow. want to continue those policies. And so, but Governor Ducey, is, Governor Ducey is not the nominee who is running now to head the state. It's yes. Carrie Lake, and there has been some concern that um, she represents a different wing of the Republican Party. You said that you think every state should have a Republican governor, but. I think there's a lot of question right now about what is a Republican. Is a Republican someone who, as you have said, believes that Joe Biden won the election? Or can a Republican also be someone like Carrie Lake, who you're going to campaign with, who believes that the election was rigged? I believe that, in fact, they're all Republicans. And what we learned last year in my, in my race was that bringing Republicans together um, is really important to win a race. And we were able to bring together forever Trumpers and never Trumpers. And we were able to bring together libertarians and Tea Party members, independent voters. I mean, we won the independent moderate vote uh, in Virginia Democrats. And, and this is to recognize that all Republicans don't all believe the same thing. And in fact, I do think that there's a, a, a desire on behalf of, let's call them political analysts, to put people into buckets and to force that and the reality, of course, is that it's not about buckets competing with one another. It's about bringing people together. And that's what we did in Virginia last year. That's something that pundits thought was never possible, that a Republican could actually win in Virginia. Virginia was too blue. Um, I think the pundits forgot to do one thing, which is ask voters. And, and what voters expressed clearly was a desire to see common sense solutions brought to bear against these most important issues. And when we were able to reduce taxes by $4 billion, uh, something that has never been done in the Commonwealth of Virginia, by factor of four, and yet have a record investment in education, raise teacher salaries, invest, invest in school 
facilities. Oh, by the way, introduce lab schools for choice in the Virginia public school system. Invest $400 million more into law enforcement to raise starting salaries by 20% to try to wow. get this depletion of manpower in our law enforcement community. We were able to accomplish a ton around doing things that people understood were moving Virginia forward. I think that's the future of the Republican Party, is how do we bring people together around these common sense solutions to these most challenging problems? But even GOP leader Mitch McConnell has said that one of the things... Now, folks, again, good afternoon. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. I, I think this guy is very impressive. He is the governor of Virginia, Glenn Youngkin. He was on Fox and Friends this morning. I wanna, I'm going to play some of that. I think this is someone to watch for 24. I do. Um, and I want to be very clear. We, here's the, here's the, we don't know what's going to happen with President Trump. We don't. No one does. He, he's got a lot of legal problems. That part can't be denied. This portion of our program, folks, is brought to you by Propane Plus. Right now, it is 132 on this Wednesday, September 28th. And with Propane Plus, heating and cooling, call them today in Rhode Island, 885-4209, 401-885-4209. In Massachusetts, 508-252-3359. It's Propane Plus, three generations. They're available 24-7 for all your propane needs. If you use propane, you want to go with Propane Plus. Call them today. You also, they have a very user-friendly website. It's propaneplus.com. Well, folks, good afternoon. Again, it's 1.32 on this Wednesday. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. I want to hear, this morning he was uh, on set, Fox and Friends, and here is Governor of Virginia, Glenn Youngkin. Surprising kids, the indoctrination's already started, it seems, to have a walkout started by these kids as if... uh, Having girls play against boys uh, is okay, and pronouns got to be are somehow already intertwined in the curriculum. So you have to undo and bring give parents back the power to make their decisions. And if they decide, I think it's a great idea for transgender athletes to play with girls, and I think it's a great idea to change pronouns. They can make that decision. Well, first of all, to begin with, uh, we are we are having to correct, I think, a big mistake, which was previous policies that excluded parents from these decisions. That's right. And so that is a change. Yep. I think it's an important one to make. Kids want to be in charge still. Kid, yeah, and, and kids need their parents. I mean, I actually believe that children should have a right to have their children, what their, do you their do parents in a situation involved. if they're too scared to tell their parents because their parents are, will be against it? Well, I think they need to trust their parents. And, and this is a moment where, as you know more than ever, parents love their children. They've loved them from before they were born. And I have asked students to trust their parents. And uh, this is a moment also where where good counseling and, and a good teacher relationship can help engage with parents. Um, this is a team, but parents have to be at the center of it. I also believe that this is a moment for us to step back and recognize that, that the moment that we begin to push parents out of families, out of decisions around right. in Virginia, whether they wear masks or not, or whether the materials are appropriate for school or, or in these most important decisions in their children's lives, I think we have all of a sudden taken a step so far out of bounds of what family dynamics must be, where parents deeply engaged in their kids' lives. This is a moment for us to step back, and I think right or wrong, that it, and the wrong was to exclude parents from these decisions. So it's basically saying you can be whatever you want, but your parents will be involved. Parents will be involved. And if your parents, in fact, acknowledge and support an accommodation for you, then the accommodation shall be made. But at the end of the day, it is clear that parents have to be engaged. Kids can't make these decisions. You're not going to change because the kids walked out yesterday. No. And and I so respect the the, the First Amendment right that's being exhibited here. Um, Now, folks, this is really important. At 135, good afternoon, the, the person just heard... That is the governor of Virginia, Glenn Youngkin. And where this plays into the Rhode Island situation, he mentioned the accommodation. Now, in North Kingstown, they make the accommodation for the litter box. This is where, right now in Rhode Island, the progressives and the teachers union, this is what it really seemingly comes down to. They're trying to argue that it's, it's not the business of the parents if the children want to identify as another gender. What Governor Yunkin is saying is, 
the parents have a right to be involved. And that is a big difference. Now, when you saw the big protest last Monday night, right, at the library in Cranston, William Hall, all of that whole crowd, what they're basically saying is that when a 12-year-old goes to school and tells the teacher from now on, I know my name is uh, Jane, I want you to call me Jamie, and I want male pronouns, or the boy who says, my name is Samuel, from now on, I want you to call me Samantha, and I want my pronouns to be he and she, and, and I want to compete, not against the boys in track, but I want to run against girls in track. All Governor Yunkin is saying, parents have a right to know this stuff. And what you saw last week at William Hall Library was individuals saying parents have no right to know what their children are involved in. Folks, this portion of the program, a 137 on this Wednesday, and it's brought to you by It's My Health. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Now on this nice, sunny Wednesday, pop it and see Marie. It's my health. Vitamins, herbal remedies from trusted companies who understand quality, integrity. Local products like ice honey, maple syrup, bee fresh gum. Over 250 bulk herbs, teas, and spices purchased by the ounce plus box herbs and teas. Hemp and CBD products, natural skin care products. It's my health. Now, remember, they also offer CBD products, not only for yourself, but for your pets. Ten ninety nine Menden Road in Cumberland, diagonally across from Davenport Restaurant. Pop it and see Marie, the historic white church. Look for that blue flag. It's my health. Ten ninety nine. Menden Road in Cumberland. Folks, as always, visit the website, dipetro.com. If you missed some of the standoff in Central Falls, we have a link. We have some video. You can check it out at the website, dipetro.com. And don't forget, um, you know, this time of year, you want to improve your property, Jamie's Power Wash. Give them a call, 401 837 4545, Jamie's Power Wash, professional power washing, deck staining. They will handle everything you need, whether it's power washing, deck staining, and also he can handle interior painting, construction, handyman services. Now, you're listening right now at 138 on this Wednesday afternoon, September 28th. And maybe you're thinking, you know, I could use a handyman. It's tough to get a handyman. You're not expected to know how to do everything. Many times there are some projects around your home. You could use a handyman. Well, give them a call. Jamie's, that's J. Freitas Construction Handyman Services. Deck staining, power washing, 401-837-4545. He's also on Facebook. 401-837-4545. J. Freitas Construction it's Jamie's Power Wash. Folks, good afternoon. Again, it is Juan. It's the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Now, I don't know what to make of. I, I don't believe some of the stuff. I don't think schools should even. Th- th- this is a joke that South Kingstown closed their schools after a threat. Come on. We know it's not real. We know that it's just some kids and it's punk kids. And they're getting away with it. And, you know, there's also, though, there's an element that because of their juveniles, then, you know, the kids find out. But there's never anything public about it. And not only should those children be held accountable, but their parents should be held accountable. All public schools are closed. Abundance of caution. Threats of violence made online. It's it's not real. Here is the uh, Channel 12 story. The tenant says they canceled classes today out of an abundance of caution. 
after threats surfaced on social media last night. 12 News reporter Chelsea Jones has been talking to people in South Kingstown this morning. Joins us now live with what they are saying. Well, Patrick, one parent I spoke to tells me he drove his senior to South Kingstown High only to learn it was closed because of those threats. And most people I spoke to today say it's a shame that any of this is happening at all. So here's what we know right now. Just after midnight this morning, South Kingstown police released this tweet saying that all all schools would be closed today. Point nine FM and thirteen eighty AM News Talk WNRI. You're listening to the John DePietro Show weekdays. Folks, we start at 11. We go until 2. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, dePietro.com. And all you do is if you log on at depetro.com, no eyes, and then on the left-hand side, you'll see click on Listen Live. And you do that, and then you just press the play button. And we have people that listen to that and are able to listen wherever they are. Some people go, you know, south for the wintertime, or maybe they go skiing out west or different places and wherever people listen from all over maybe you just listen somewhere or you live somewhere and you're just not able to pick up the either the 99.9 fm or the am 1380 it's always an option to go to the website now on the website by the way on the right hand side you'll see there is the link for my facebook page there is the link for the twitter feed blue check mark by the way there is the link for instagram and there's also the link for our YouTube channel. So never shortage of ways. Uh, if you Google me, it should come up always to Petro.com. By the way, we also then have exclusive stories that you can't see anywhere else. And it's a happening. Now, if you need to get in touch with me, you'll also see on the website, if you scroll down a little bit, it says they call it the dashboard. So you have meet John DePetro. That's me. Hello. Where you can uh, learn a little bit more about the program. You have radio show. Now, this is wildly important. If you ever miss a show, maybe you heard about a segment we did, an interview we did. You click on radio show. Everything is right there, almost as we say, like in library fashion. Now, we also have the shop. There's merchandise you can shop. And then advertise. What does that mean? If you would like to advertise on the show, support the show, advertise on the show, reach like-minded people. Just click on that. Boom. Someone will be back to you within 24 hours. And then if you want to get in touch with me, you can always click on contact. I want, we also have, by the way, folks, you can um, listen. We have so many listeners in Massachusetts, obviously a lot in Rhode Island, but many in Massachusetts. Some of you in Mass may remember I was on the air in Boston for several years, a little while ago. And then also uh, in Connecticut, we have a number of listeners. So people ask, maybe you're a new listener. We have a lot of new listeners. What makes this show different? That's a good question. Well, number one, it's consistent. Always here. Don't take a lot of time off. Some hosts, they seem to be off more than they're on. Not one. I am always here, as they call it. The nickname listeners have given me is the chosen one. But on top of that, I think the biggest thing you should know is we like to use a little humor. Humor is always good. And also, I like to go to things. So maybe you're just a new listener and you're trying to see. It's all a matter of how you get your news and the person presenting you the news. Are they giving it first person or are they just relying on another source? Now, as many of you know. And when I mention other talk hosts, I'm not talking about talk hosts on this particular station. I'm talking about some of the other hosts. We're basically, you know, you watch a story on Channel 10 and they watch a story on Channel 10. And they're not telling you anything that you didn't see. Where this program is different for many of the listeners and a lot of the newer listeners, people that listen for a while recognize, you know, I attend the governor's COVID briefing every week. Why? Because it's a chance to interact. You find out other things you don't know by being there. When there's a big court case, I am in the courtroom and talking with either the defendant or the prosecutors or the defense attorney. And then also sometimes, you know, other members of the media. Why? Because, you know, it's a completely different world when you're actually inside the courtroom as opposed to you're just getting the same news as everyone outside. And on top of that, as many of you know, I like to go when there's breaking news. I like when to go when there's events. I have obviously covered many of the protests that have happened. And so, folks, and I all do that because, you know, I am um, I'm obviously a fan of the format, but I like to I look for people that can tell me something that I don't know. That's what it really comes down to. I look for sources of information for people to tell me something I don't know. And I have found 
my experience now is the people that normally can tell you something you don't know normally now, traditionally, they're people that are at the event. You know, I've been inside a courtroom where the television stations leave because they have to go do a stand up for the five o'clock news or the 12 o'clock news, whatever it is. And they miss key parts of the testimony. You know, that's just an example. And obviously things have changed with COVID and a lot of times being there and interacting with the newsmakers. So it's all part of it. I think you'll like it. Thank you for listening. And again, it always begins. If you want to reach me, learn more about the program, get a hold of me, whatever it is. We have a very efficient, functioning website and then links to all the social media that you can uh, get a hold of me. But, folks, it's a growing format. Talk radio, It's and it's nonstop right now. I mean, look at all the news that is going on, whether it's at home, big local story, or maybe it's in Washington, doesn't matter, whatever is dominating. But, but talk radio right now is as strong, if not stronger, than it's ever been. And it gets bigger and, and larger, and we're there, and we have the ability to be there on site. Again, I'm always supportive of people that support the show, depend on the show. But just know, that's where where I come down. I like to provide you with inside info the same way that I like info. I mean, that's just the way it goes. All right. And again, remember, you're listening to The John DePietro Show. You can see things happening in Rhode Island business, but you may not see us. We're Bank Rhode Island. We don't draw the plans for new buildings or pave new roads. But we are in the picture, delivering commercial banking that empowers new construction and paves the way for new communities across Rhode Island. Signature commercial banking from Bank RI. We don't make things, we make things happen. Do you own and operate a small business and you rely on communicating with your employees while they're out in the field? Well, if you do, this is the perfect time to make the switch to T-Mobile for Business. This is Sal with T-Mobile for Business, and I encourage you to reach out to me today at 401-332-0000. This is the perfect time to make the switch to T-Mobile for Business. Right now, we have unlimited plans with unlimited talk, text, and data. With no contract, great deals on iPhones and Samsungs, this is the perfect time to make the switch to T-Mobile for Business. Stop wasting money. Call me for a free consultation at 401-332-0000. Again, 401-332-0000. Stop wasting money with your current cell phone carrier. Call me today, Sal with T-Mobile for Business, 401-332-0000. If you've been thinking about updating your website or if you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business, you could receive a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional. And she's been doing this work for 25 years. Contact Karen Etchells at InnoVest Digital Marketing. She will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Give Karen a call for a free consultation at 401. 401- 321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. You are listening to the John DePietro Show on 99.9 FM and 1380 AM. News Talk WNRI. as we're experiencing technical difficulties with the matchup with New York City and John DePietro. And until then, let's play another message. You're listening to the John DePietro Show weekdays. Folks, we start at 11. We go until 2. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, depietro.com. And all you do is... They belong to families. 
And so as, as uh, children are dealing with uh, important topics, parents have to be at the center, and that's what these policies are all about. So, Governor, when it comes to these policies, what, it, what does it say about the bathrooms, about pronouns, about the names that they were born or they were given at birth, and what does it say about sports? Well, for, first of all, it, parents have to be engaged. And if a parent is fully engaged in their, in their child's life and, in fact, authorizes a change in a name or pronoun or bathroom use, then that accommodations will be made for that student. Um, we've taken a, f a further step to say that in sports that are actually segregated by sex, they're going to be segregated by biological sex. And I think it's fair. Uh, biological boys shouldn't be playing sports with biological girls. Uh, it's just not fair. It's not fair to the girls. It's not fair to the girls. And so at the end of the day, I think we've taken a very common sense approach here, but also fully respecting the dignity of all kids and families. And uh, I just ask for folks to read them before they comment. I do find that a lot of people um, immediately uh, react to headlines. And at the end of the day, uh, we're trying to love and respect and bring in families together in these most important decisions. So a couple of things. Are you surprised that kids, the indoctrination's already started, it seems, to have a walkout started with these kids as if uh, having girls play against boys uh, is okay and pronouns got to be are somehow already intertwined in the curriculum. So you have to undo and bring give parents back the power to make their decisions. And if they decide, I think it's a great idea for transgender athletes to play with girls. And I think it's a great idea to change pronouns. They can make that decision. Well, first of all, to begin with, we are, we are having to correct, I think, a big mistake, which was previous policies that excluded parents from these decisions. And so that is a change, and I think it's an important one to make. Kids want to be in charge still. Yeah, yeah and, and kids need their parents. I mean, I actually believe that children should have a right to have their children, what their, do you their do parents in a situation involved. if they're too scared to tell their parents because their parents are, will be against it? Well, I think they need to trust their parents. And, and this is a moment where, listen, as you know more than ever, parents love their children. They've loved them before, before they were born. And I have asked students to trust their parents. And uh, this is a moment also where where good counseling and, and a good teacher relationship can help engage with parents. Um, this is a team but parents have to be at the center of it. I also believe that this is a moment for us to step back and recognize that, that the moment that we begin to push parents out of families, out of decisions around right. in Virginia, whether they wear masks or not, or whether the materials are appropriate for school or, or in these most important decisions in their children's lives, I think we have all of a sudden taken a step so far out of bounds of what family dynamics must be where parents deeply engaged in their kids' lives. This is a moment for us to step back and I think right or wrong, that it, and the wrong was to exclude parents from these decisions. So it's basically saying you can be whatever you want, but your parents will be involved. Your parents will be involved. Okay. And if your parents, in fact, acknowledge and support an accommodation for you, then the accommodation sh shall be made. But at the end of the day, it is right. clear that parents have to be engaged. You're not kids can't make these decisions. You're not going to change because the kids walked out yesterday. No. no. And, and I so respect the, 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 the First Amendment right that's being exhibited here. Um, we have uh, over a million students in Virginia. And, uh, and I'm really encouraged by the fact that as I have spoken with parents and students all over the Commonwealth, uh, and of course we get feedback on this, there is, there is a clear recognition that parents must be engaged. And oh, by the way, last year in November, parents spoke loud. Governor, when will you announce whether or not you're running for president? <laughs> I'm so humbled by this constant discussion. I am so focused on 2022. I want to be the best, the best Virginia governor that I possibly can. I have had a great opportunity to help congressional races in Virginia. We've got some great candidates, uh, Jen Kiggins and Yesley Vega and Hung Kao, running for Congress. And I want to help them get elected. And then I've had a chance to help Republican governors, both incumbent and the challengers, try to win. I, I think Republican governors have done an extraordinary job through this pandemic and leading their states. And we see Ron DeSantis today leading through a real challenge. I think all states deserve a Republican governor. And so I'm looking forward to helping some get elected. So you'll wait till after 2022? Well, I'm very focused on 2022 right now. And then we'll focus on 2023. And 2024 is a long way away. All right, so just come on that Wednesday morning and let us know. Come on. Uh, <laughs> Wednesday? <laughs> no, I look forward to joining you again. that propelled you to the governorship will propel other Republicans candidates to win their elections coming up in November? I, I do. Thank you, sir. I do. Thank you. And let's keep let's keep Florida in our prayers. Right. And you only have one term, so it's not like looking past your job. You only have one term. 
You got yeah, it. Yeah, the state right. of Virginia. Yeah, one term, right? You got busy schedule. We kept you an extra half hour. Because Thank you. Such, a, such an important thing this morning to make sure that all Floridians know how best to protect themselves today. All right. Uh, thanks, Governor. Great to see you. Folks, again, that is the, um, I, went, I know that went a little long. Good afternoon. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. I apologize, JR. We had a, a little glitch. That I listen, he he is a player, that guy. And here's the, the part where the other side is so disingenuous. What you heard is the governor of Virginia. And what they're basically saying is, and I want you to listen, you know, think of this. If you have if you have a child who's twelve years old. And it's a girl who says, you know what? I've decided I want to be a boy. All they're saying is the parents have a right to be involved in that discussion. I, I think that is fair. No one is saying it can't happen. But what's happening now is the progressives are saying parents have no right to be involved in a discussion that it's between the school it's between the school and the child. And I want to repeat, these are children. These are children. You know, look at what, what was going on in North Kingstown. It's the same mentality of if there is a coach that's having children, boys, get into a closet and get naked with these naked fat tests, that it's no business of the parents. And I, I disagree with that. So what he's basically saying is, uh, first of all, I also agree, this whole foolishness of boys, oh, I identify as a girl, I want to swim as a girl, I want to run as a girl, that, that's unfair to young girls. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show is brought by the Lodge Pub and Eatery, 40 Breakneck Hill Road in Lincoln. Delicious food, drinks, whether it's in the lounge or in the dining room, they're waiting for you uh, or out on the deck at the Lodge Pub and Eatery. Now, coming up, Again, good afternoon. It's 1.58. It's this Wednesday, September 28th. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. Coming up, you're going to hear the 2 o'clock news. What you're going to hear is the fact that this is a very, very serious storm that is battering Florida right now. And it's we're coming up to 2 o'clock. I don't know how long. It, it certainly sounds... That this will be at least for the rest of today and into the night. But very, very destructive power. And, and all we can, folks, we could just have to hope that this storm does not come north. Because as we've already seen, think of that. Rhode Island, the, the highway closed. Governor McKee, the road was flooded on Labor Day with six inches of rain. In Florida, they're getting 16 to 20 inches of rain. Rhode Island would be underwater. All right. It's John DePietro. Thank you, uh, everybody. Again, I will be doing Facebook Live later. Visit the website, tepetro.com. Great job by JR. On this Wednesday, I want you to see WNRI Winsocket. WNRI Winsocket.